All right, I think we're recording. Can you hear it? I can hear it just fine. How's it sound? Sounds great. Yeah? Yeah, I like this new system. Awesome! We did it. (laughs) We have an actual microphone. I have an actual second chair for Jamie. And we are recording Bikini Things, episode number 11. Live from OC. (laughs) We did it. Very exciting. Awesome. I'm going to take these off. Yeah, so how are you, Jamie? I'm actually doing pretty good. I This week, we were just talking about, it has been a little bit long for both of us. We got some work stuff going on, a lot of movement, a lot of changes recently. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I think I think the bigger question is, how are you feeling and, and what you're doing with your prep and your competitions? And well, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> well... Not to put you on the spot or anything. I I won't get into too much detail, but sometimes you have to take a step back and and really assess what's going on with your body and what's right and essentially healthy for you and able in in your ability to excel in this sport. So um, I'm not competing in the OC um, show for Anaheim Fit Expo. I'm planning on competing uh, in January, um, probably LA Fit Expo, just because I need a few things sorted out. And my coach was so great, was very gracious and was able to talk to me about everything and talk me through it because I was kind of struggling a little bit. You've been on you've been on prep for a long time. I have, and and sometimes and and this goes back to to just. You don't have to, I was telling Laura, you don't always have to be completely gunning for it. Sometimes it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I always say that. And I mean, if you're an athlete, it's hard to kind of slow yourself down sometimes. So I'm going in a positive direction and yeah, everything is, everything is the way it should be. And you can expect me to be back on that stage and, and just, just killing it. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, no, I can't wait to see you compete again. And definitely, I agree with you. Sometimes less is more. Um, Like I was just telling you before we started recording, yesterday was the first rest day for me in about eight days, which is a lot when you're doing cardio and lifting. And, And my evening came free and my temptation was, okay, great. Let me go to the gym. Let me go get a workout. And I had to sit back and think about it and say, no, you missed your normal rest day chill out and give your body a break so that your muscles can can recover and can grow a little bit but I'm excited to have you in off season (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you are but I'm definitely very excited for you to have your off season yes and no because if you know me you know I was I'm emotional in general oh dang there goes my pop filter (laughs) emotional (laughs) with everything whether it becomes I'm sensitive with my personal life with my fitness goals and even my stomach sensitive and my skin sensitive. So it's just pretty much I'm a sensitive person. But you're such a, you're such a trooper and you've been in, you've been in a calorie deficit since basically January, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's a long time. Um, I mean, there are girls that do it, but it definitely takes a toll on your body. I don't know if you're noticing anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely true, but we'll, I'll come back and hopefully make some additions for, trying to grow them glutes so 
with my coach yeah. in tow, it'll be, it'll be great. Yeah. Have you already had like a celebratory cheat meal or anything? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet? No. Okay. What's it going to be? Um, I haven't even thought about it to okay. be completely honest. I, I want, I think I want, I don't know, maybe around my birthday, I want, I want Master's Butter Cake. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, if nobody has ever had that, you need it in your life. I mean, Master's is pretty, like, uh, Master's is pretty penny, but I feel like it's worth that penny. I've never been there. It's It's in Newport, right? mm Mm-hmm, it's Steakhouse. You know I love Redmi. Yeah, no, I've heard good things about it. I've just never, I've never been there. Um, Maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe my next cheat meal. Maybe you can come with me. <laughs> yes, let's do it. We get all dressed let's up. Let's do like, it. It's, all, it's got like, um, last time I went there, um, there was like, there's a, such an ambiance about it. It's so nice inside and it's like the lighting's all dim and moody mm-hmm. and they had like this guy on the piano and it was all like, it was just, it's a very, maybe because there's steak, it's sexy, but... <laughs> No, I think I think dim lighting makes a restaurant. The dimmer the lighting, the better the restaurant, the better the vibe. Yeah, the steak yeah. literally like it melts in your mouth. It's okay. so good. I love steak. So good. I love steak. Yeah. Do you ever make steak in your air fryer? No. No. I haven't done steak. I did I've done fish, green beans. I've done literally everything, including apples, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's like apple crisps. Okay. Those are legit. Okay. I usually like my steak medium rare or bloody, so I like. But you could do maybe a healthier country fried steak. Oh yeah, that's same an thing option. with the almonds or or panko breadcrumbs or something. The egg or the egg white. I didn't even think about that'd that. That'd be bomb, right? Yeah, that'd be I don't great. know. I just got an I just got an air fryer not that long ago. Just tried it for the first time this weekend, and it's a game changer. <laughs> Everyone told me that it's definitely a game changer. The chicken came out like fried chicken, you guys. Yeah. It was amazing. So right. if, I any, if anyone follows, follows, you posted it on your Instagram, right? I posted, yeah, a picture of the chicken. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's incredible. And I think, yeah, a really maybe cleaner version of an awesome cheat meal could be country fried steak where you're doing egg or egg white, dredging the steak, covering it in almond meal or panko breadcrumbs with the sweet potato fries. Oh, yeah. And that would be delicious. That's such a good idea. And you could have the apple crisp as dessert. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> Mind blown. If, if, anybody, if anybody knows how my boyfriend actually bought the air fryer for me, and he's like, oh, we should try this. I, if it died, I would just get an Amazon overnight prime yeah. on another one because they literally cook everything in it. Really? Because I'm a texture person for sure. And it can definitely, like, I don't like soggy vegetables mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unless it's like in a soup. Yeah. And it makes everything crunchy like green beans, broccoli, yeah. Brussels sprouts or the jam. I love it's like Brussels, Brussels chips in there. Um, I mean, possibilities are endless. It came with a cookbook and I haven't even looked at the dang cookbook. Yeah. I just have been going ahead. Yeah, mine has a cookbook too. Yours is legit though. It's like it's a huge, huge cookbook. Mine was like, uh, like four okay. pages and, and yours is. Is probably, I need to take a peek at it because. Yeah. No, mine was a, mine was a complete impulse buy on Amazon Prime Day. So Amazon, you got me. I fell for it. (laughs) But you felt good. Oops. Yeah, no. I mean, it's something I wanted to buy for a long time. So I'm definitely glad I did. And I can't wait to cook more with it. 
green beans especially I love if you ever go to those I haven't been to one in a while those Chinese buffets and they have the crunchy like green beans or like the Szechuan green beans or whatever those are or just at a Chinese restaurant doesn't have to be at a buffet but the green beans that they make they're like crispy kind of like the way they'd come out of an air fryer but with like a garlicky soy sauce coating maybe a little bit spicy at some restaurants they're so delicious so I kind of want to make a version of that in the air fryer maybe maybe that'll be next week's meal prep I don't know no we, we I mean we should just like gang up and try a bunch of different random yeah. things yeah country fried steak <laughs> you are back on that are you craving some steak well the cookbook the cookbook also had something that looked like a brownie or like devil's food cake oh yeah um I definitely some have chocolate. an inner fat girl um <laughs> I love well, to I eat. steak added into my my plan so I mean that's right up my alley I'm yeah trying that out I didn't yeah. even think about well, that well you're in off season now doesn't that mean you get to eat more yeah okay yeah so did you get it like an updated plan and workouts or what um did, not what yet did Sam do? but we're we're waiting well I'll um conspiring with Sam my check-ins with him are at the end of the week so we'll see we'll see what direction that's going we should go to the fair the fair is so eat. expensive. I was telling Laura that <laughs> <laughs> last year Matt and I went. We went on the ride. This ride that the rides are scary because at the OC fair. Yeah, because <laughs> she doesn't go on them because they're sketchy. Okay, yeah, they're sketchy. You don't know if they're yeah. completely bolted down. But there's this one that flips around, and you're flipping in the actual ride, so you're flipping twice. And I literally thought my stomach was gonna just come out my throat, like. Even Matt was scared and more yeah. like adrenaline. The the traveling fair rides, I just don't trust that they're doing routine maintenance and stuff. I think at Six Flags, the you know, the permanent Universal Studios, whatever, they've probably got a full maintenance staff, regular intervals to check things. These traveling fairs, I do not trust <laughs> that they're doing any of that yeah. or properly maintaining the equipment. So yeah, I don't probably really not. I haven't done fair rides since I was a little kid. You're adventurous when you're little. Yeah. No, I'm an adventurous in other ways. Yes. Fair rides, fair rides. That's where I draw the line. That's <laughs> fair enough. It's fair enough. Yeah. Traveled out of the country by myself. I've camped on an abandoned island, but fair rides is where I draw the limit. Abandoned island? Yeah. That was what a, abandoned island? Um, it's called Inishark. It's off the coast of Ireland. What? Um, Inishark. Yeah. So... Very, very random, but I had a second major in anthropology in college. Um, and for a while, I was taking archaeology classes, and I thought maybe, you know, this pipe dream as a little kid, I'd become an archaeologist. And so I used to do these research projects with a professor at Notre Dame. And one of the projects we did one summer was we went to this island that in the 1960s, the government kicked everyone off the island. There, oh my gosh. The harbor was very rocky, and so there was not a way to reliably land a boat in the winter. Um, and so what triggered this was a guy died, passed away, without medical attention. There was a, very few people lived on the island, just a couple hundred at that time. Um, so no doctor was able to get to him. And no priest was able to get to him to say last rites, since Ireland is obviously a very um, strong Catholic country. Mm -hmm. And after that happened, the government said, no, everybody has to leave. There's a lot of other islands in that area that are uh, more livable because the harbors are safer and boats can get in and out very easily. And so this one, people have lived there 
intermittently since the Bronze Age. So there was Bronze Age um, remains. There were things from before the famine, like a lot of architecture and houses. And we just, we went on a Zodiac, one of those Coast Guard rescue vessels, like 10 or 12 of us. We brought food, we brought our water. And we brought tents. <laughs> Fun, Laura. And we just camped and we recorded archi- like architecture and archaeology for a week. Oh my gosh, that's so, amazing. Yeah, I've done a lot of random stuff in my life that you may not know if you just follow my fitness IG and <laughs> my Instagram. Right, that's so yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was very cool. It was very, very cool. Have, so, you, have you been to Peru? I haven't been to Peru. There are, well, there's a hike there that you have to be pre-certified for. That's a 15 mile hike. And then there's a hike, you hike to a side of a cliff Mm -hmm. and you camp. It's, it's a glass room. I mean, it's like, I think it's like about 1200 a night. You stay for one night. It's glass and it's on the side of a cliff. So it's completely glass and it's one room. Oh my gosh. And I want to do it so bad. And Matt's like, uh, and I was like. We're doing it. Like I, at some point, <laughs> is it by Machu Picchu or? Um, I I'd have to double check where it's at. I don't think it's directly mm-hmm. by there. But um, one of Matt's friends was talking about it, and I like was like researching it for like uh-huh. two hours because then I was obsessed. Right? Yeah. Just just the photos and the concept schools like hike and camp on the side of a cliff. But yeah, it's rad. Yeah, um, I've done some random stuff like not exactly like that, but my undergrad major is geology, so I did my geology field school in Turkey, in rural Turkey, um, the summer of 2010. And, you know, you'd grab your backpack for the day and you'd go hiking. Um, the geology field school in Turkey was was crazy where just every day they'd drop us off kind of in the middle of nowhere. We had a square, you know, a few square kilometer area we were supposed to map out each week. You'd grab your backpack and you'd go hike and you record stuff. And there was like one week where it was over a hundred and we we're out there like all day. We take, we take a long lunch break, but the funny thing is it was mostly guys. I think there were about 20 guys and about five girls. And that week the guys lost their minds and all the girls were just kumbaya and happy. And the guys were like leaving each other passive aggressive notes. And <laughs> just, they were. it was like, yeah, their mental strength I think was being tested. So it was kind of, it was a fun experience, but, um, yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these random experiences and um, travel that I did in high school, college, I'm very grateful for because yeah. they were kind of life changing things that not everybody gets to do. Um, I took a class on negotiation and bargaining that was talking about the. There's a lot of trade in Turkey, and there's a lot of markets, and mm-hmm. you don't have set pricing for yeah, anything. Everybody haggles. Yeah, and it's so <laughs> funny. Um, one of my favorite classes at Cal State Long Beach for sure. Just because they took away so much. People are scared. I think this applies like to everyday life too. People are scared to ask for what they want mm-hmm. because they're fear of rejection or they're scared to negotiate or ask. And more commonly in the United States, they are more likely to be like, okay, and agreeable than mm-hmm. and and we see that other different type of culture as like aggressive, but they're just mm-hmm. they're just kind of working working their angles. Yeah. And I think people you don't know until you ask, right? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, it's a cool perspective. I wish it would have saved the textbook, but I sold it. Those yeah. textbooks are like super expensive. I know. I went to a networking event recently that was about negotiation, and it was very eye-opening. It was a like a women in water event because my full-time job is a little bit focused on the water industry, 
and it was really good. It was two two lawyers who were partners at a local Orange County or LA firm talking about all those same things. Like, you know, especially women are usually afraid to ask for what they want or they don't recognize their full value. So they'll ask for less than what they really want to make or what they truly deserve. Mm-hmm. Whereas men are a lot more aggressive and a lot more assertive with negotiating raises and um, hiring bonuses and all that stuff. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I still get intimidated asking for certain things. So, oh, I, I always try I'm, to make <laughs> I always try to make it a point to ask for a raise every year. Oh, absolutely, um. <laughs> that a hundred percent. But sometimes, like, I'll find myself, I'll ask for it, and then I'll be like, "Oh crap!" and then like get all scared and nervous uh-huh. and be like, "Just kidding," or like something like that to uh-huh. kind of soften it yeah. because I get nervous. But I'm learning; it's a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you usually, but then people usually say yes, though, right? If you're more assertive and more competent and and have reasoning, I feel like it's easier to feel good when you ask for something. Like if if you think about it a few few times and justify Mm -hmm. it logically, then there should be no reason why you can't ask for things that you need or want. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think women in general, we tend to undersell our value or we tend to not recognize our value. And so knowing that um, is huge. And one thing I've tried to do in the last year, because that's definitely an area that I've identified I need to work on is being more assertive, confident, kind of giving myself a little bit more credit for the things I accomplish. Like what I try to remind myself if I'm ever having negative thoughts of like, oh, maybe I don't deserve that. Or maybe, um, maybe it's not my time is to try to step back and think about at, from a third person perspective. Like if I was looking at all of these same things in someone else, how would I view them? And kind of giving myself like, no, yeah. you've actually, you've done X, Y, and Z. Not everyone has done those things. So totally relax, be nice to yourself and have more confidence because you're, you're great as is and just go for what you want. And I think that's a lot. Yeah. It's a good point for competitors too, because it's a nerve wracking thing to put yourself out there and to compete and to decide to compete at a national show and all of those things. It's like, you're really directly going after what you want when you're competing and you can't be, you can't be afraid to do it. Oh, absolutely. And I, I definitely saw a few of my friends go into a national level show and I was like, Oh my gosh, they're totally going to get their pro card. They're totally going to get this. Like I was so like amped up for them and like to watch them. It's, it's a sad process sometimes when you work really hard for something, but to watch Mm -hmm. them feel like uh, a little bit defeated and, and all of that like made me kind of almost question I'm like oh question my physique and then kind of get a little scared and nervous and then I'm like you know what everyone's different everyone has their own process and journey and mm-hmm. I think it's important to not compare yourself to others and just focus on being the best that you can be yeah yeah I, I definitely agree with that um it's a dangerous game when you start comparing yourself to others whether it's competing um, accomplishments, social media, any of that stuff. It's like a, it is a downward spiral and (laughs) you do, I, for me, I just, I know that. So I've gotten a lot better about not doing it at the same time. I think paying attention to the girls that are at the national level and pro level can give us some perspective on how we stack up in terms of how far away we are from our goals. Totally. Yeah. Very, very, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. And I think it's also uh, sometimes um, the girls that are maybe not happy with how they're placing or how they're doing 
lacked a little bit of objectivity. I think that's also a hard thing to have too as a competitor is making sure you're being objective with yourself and where your physique's really at. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, one of my goals for this year was to compete at a national show. And I kind of had in my head, okay, um, you know, November 2018, I want to compete at Miami Nationals. And I kind of got into 2018 and realized, like, hey, I'm not ready for a national show. I'm not anywhere near ready. I need to fill out. I need to compete, win an overall, or at least win my class, feel really good about my physique, yeah. and feel full and not like a string bean on stage yeah. before I even can think about that. So in my head, I've shifted my mindset of, okay, November 2018, in my head, I'm like, okay, November 2019, summer 2020, you know, it'll happen when it happens. November 19, Jamie and Laura, <laughs> Jamie and Laura do a podcast about going to Miami. That would be fun. Place. That would be fun. Maybe by then I'll have my, my YouTube up and actually running, but of course you <laughs> it takes time. I just, it's hard with a full-time job to accomplish all the things I want to accomplish in my personal life. Oh, I, I hear you on that. I, I feel like we have the similar mindset in it in like, we are very organized we are very driven and we're working a full-time job outside of this and this in itself takes a lot of time and it takes takes a lot of um dedication and you don't see it's not an instant benefit it reaps in small increments and then you're really rewarded very Mm -hmm. big so yeah yeah sometimes it takes you know a year years of just plugging away and being consistent and not giving up and getting yourself to the gym even when you don't want to and eating your meal prep when you don't want to and then you look back and you can say oh my gosh look at look at where I started look at where I am now yeah and that's the cool part about fitness I think is Mm -hmm. sometimes you forget and then you look at your like first check-in photo ever and you're like wow I've really come a long way I should probably be a little bit less hard on myself but keep keep chipping away Mm -hmm. I think it's I think it's important Speaking of chipping away, if <laughs> if you had to live without three things and you can, pardon me, if you can only keep three things out of like a small list, what would your top three items be? My top three items? Yeah. Um, my computer. Okay. My cell phone. And, um... I don't know. I guess workout clothes. Yeah. Yeah. What, like, if you had to narrow down a list between, like, coffee, Netflix. <laughs> oh, you got a little Instagram thing? Jeans, dry shampoo, okay. tea, messy bun, chocolate, pajamas, tacos, lipstick, books, wine, or leggings. Okay. Coffee's definitely on the top three. Um, <sighs> no coffee, no worky. <laughs> Yeah, no coffee, no coffee, nothing is getting done. Um, and then I would probably go for leggings. I'd argue leggings could probably duplicate as pajamas. There you and go. then maybe lipstick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Or books. I'm reading more nowadays. But, I know. Books are... But I'm also really loving my lipstick. The the matte liquid lipsticks. I can't live without those. Yeah. Every, I, every demo. Especially to, if you wear a lot of lips, like if you're drinking a lot and you drinking your water, the matte lipstick stay on so good. Yeah. I have probably about 20 of the lime crime ones. Those are so good. Yeah. They're really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They had a, they had a really good deal 
last holiday season on like bundles of minis. So you got like 15 of them. In, 15? Yeah, they're little mini ones, but 15 different colors. So I have one for every mood occasion. <laughs> EDC. All the um, way to Sunday brunch. Yeah. <laughs> work. Everything. Oh my gosh. It's the how best about, though. Yeah. How about you? What would you pick, Jamie? If anybody knows me, they know I love my lipstick. Okay. Lipstick's Red definitely lipstick, one. Yeah. Dry shampoo. Okay. Because sometimes I have so much dry shampoo that if you lit any type of match near my head, I'd probably burst into flames. Um, AKA okay, okay, host spray. Yeah. That's oh what, my, that's, oh what, my God. that's what Mary and AJ call it. Oh no. I don't want to be. I don't, maybe I'll reconsider my list then. Um, tea for sure. Okay. I like anything from everybody knows I love my lemon loaf tea they sell it at Target it's okay my tazo. I have a box at work oh I think I have one of those yeah Maybe one of my coworkers one. bought me a box and was like this reminded me of you like because I always see you with it so I just bought you it and I was like thank you super sweet of her um and then I I think messy bun Messy bun. That's four items though Jamie. That's three. I did dry shampoo, messy bun, and, and lipstick. lipstick. It's three. And tea. Oh, whoops. <laughs> See, maybe That's I need hard. four. I don't know. Make it See, maybe three. I need to not. I'm not even on prep and I can't count. It's okay. You ha- you haven't had your cheat meal yet. Yeah. Maybe okay. maybe I need, yeah. Maybe I need a four and a half count. <laughs> You're all good. Yeah, no, we'll go to we'll go to the Instagram questions in a little bit. But okay. yeah. Yeah, I posted today. I think maybe I'll make it more of a regular thing for certain podcasts is throwing it out to social media, seeing if anybody has any questions or anything they want to know about. Uh, I definitely want to make the podcast more interactive. And there is an Instagram too, bikini, bikini underscore things on Instagram is the IG of the podcast. So you're always welcome to hit me up there or on my IG chicken sneakers if you have questions. But um trying to think what else we were talking about we talked a little bit about recovery um we're talking about cbd a little bit before we started that's something you're trying now i haven't tried it yet i'm super curious about it though i know there's a lot of anti-inflammatory benefits and a lot of like cortisol regulation in what i was briefly reading but i figured you might have some insight and kind of could give a little bit more of a perspective on it Sure. Um, I'm definitely, I would not call myself an expert, but I am um, at least a certified trainer and fitness nutrition specialist. And I read up on this stuff. Um, CBD. Yeah. So it's basically a non-psychoactive derivative of marijuana. So there's no THC in it. Um, So it does not get you high. It um, does not show up in drug tests as far as I know, but it has strong anti-inflammatory properties. So it's been shown to have helpful health benefits for people with epilepsy. Um, I think even children with autism. Um, but yeah, it's a strong anti-inflammatory. So I've, I've gotten like samples of it at expos or fitness events and I've taken it and it could, it could be placebo effect. It could be psychological, but I do feel better when I take it. I've, I've tried some of the CBD waters. Um, Oh, they have waters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a bunch of supplement stores have them like OC discount has them, um, healthy body nutrition in Riverside that I've gone to for demos has them. I think, uh, sports nutrition superstore in Costa Mesa has them. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. So I drink those and it, it, again, it could be placebo, like placebo effect is 
effective usually 30% of the time if you just think something's helping you about 30% for 30% of people it will actually have an effect that they report but yeah I mean anything anything that's anti-inflammatory I think it helps like I love I love doing chia seeds in my oats in the morning because it's so rich in omega-3s and that's great for reducing inflammation and in things that do cause inflammation I avoid like sugar alcohol um dairy for me, oh, I'm very dairy sensitive. Um, like all those things I avoid, especially alcohol. Like that's definitely something I struggle with because living in this area of Costa Mesa, Newport, it's a fun area. There's lots of young people. There's lots of bars, mm-hmm. but I don't really drink because I know it's going to kill my muscles and it's going to kill my progress in the gym. So um, I don't do it. But I remember in college when I was a partier and a drinker, I'd wake up and my joints would be achy yeah, and I'd feel like shit and I wouldn't want to work out. And it's like, I'm <laughs> smart enough to know or old enough to know now not to do that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not a big drinker either. No, no, luckily all my girlfriends are bikini chicks who are also on prep, who are also just as concerned with their body and their well-being and Saving, saving all the gains. Sipon some BCAs. Yeah, Sipon some BCAs. Some sparkling water. Or as a, it was so funny, I was doing a, a demo for Mutant, and they said that they hear the funniest things when people come in, and somebody came in asking for because, and I like was literally, <laughs> I was crying laughing for about 15 minutes, and then I re-laughed about that, and I don't know why, but because. now every time I'm like, because... It yeah. makes me it makes me laugh. Yeah, the other night somebody at my my demo they called them um, BCAA's, BCAA's <laughs> like batteries or bras <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> BCAA's. Oh but yeah, no, it's it, people do say some funny stuff when you when you work demos. Like I've had people you offer them protein you have mixed up and um, they'll be like, oh no no I'm all natural. Like, oh, no, no, I can't do that. Like, they're, like like they're, they're implying they're, like they're implying that there's steroids in protein or something. But he, some people don't know that. Yeah. So. That's um, okay. I once didn't know anything. But it's still, it, you got to be able to laugh at yourself, too. Yeah. It's a reminder, too. Um, when I was teaching more classes and doing personal training, it's a reminder that not everybody is as into fitness or is as focused on it. Um or has the same understanding as you do. Like it rem- stuff like that. Sometimes it's refreshing because it reminds you like there are people that are true beginners out there that have never heard of what a BCAA is that don't really understand why you would take protein. Um, yeah, and it's kind of cool. It kind of, at least for me, it reminds me of that time when I started Absolutely. my fitness journey and I was, and I knew nothing and I was learning and I had to read up on all this stuff, but yeah, it's, it's refreshing in some ways. When I used to pin up Amanda Latona and Diana Dahlgren from Muscle and Fitness Stars and Oxygen. That's nice. when I, That's that, yeah, I didn't know anything. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know anything. I used to, I mean, I, I was like you, I was super, super curious and I would read up and just learn, just learn and learn. And it's always fun and challenging to learn something new. But hey, we all start somewhere. Mm-hmm. So it's a good idea to remember because not everyone, it's like if I went into an environment where I didn't know anything about that. I would expect someone to be curious. So it's, it's like return the favor. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, it's an opportunity to educate people Yeah, totally. and explain it to them in a way that's not judgmental and makes sense. And it's no extra effort on their part to go, you know, they don't have to go online and look up stuff and, and it's like, you can just explain it to them why you would take it and 
how it may or may not fit into what their goals are. Totally. Yeah. And everything about like nutrition and health is so unique. It's varying on the individual, their goals, um, how their body reacts to everything. It, it's always fascinating because it's never stagnant. It's never the same for one mm-hmm. person. Yeah. I was talking with Mary last week. I really want to get food sensitivity testing done. I want to get it too. I, <laughs> do How does that work? I've seen a few things online on Groupon. Um, do you send in your blood? You send in your saliva? What is, do you know? From, from the people I know that have done it, what it usually is, it's like an allergy test where they take, um, you know, tiny little bit of it and it's, you're just getting lots of pinpricks and then they're gauging for an allergic response Got it. to whatever it is. So, um, someone I work with did it and they came back with this whole suite of things like, okay, dairy, they were allergic to um, certain types of nuts or just even random things like oh your body actually is not digesting these things that well um, or it's wow. yeah or it can be getting an inflammation response and you don't even know because it just you know unless you're getting an upset stomach or something really obvious it's hard to know like you may eat stuff and in the afternoon you feel a little groggy and most of us oh. just chalk that up to oh I'm fatigued I just ate lunch but you never know it's like some of the ways you're feeling could be a result of what you're eating. Absolutely. And I, I mean, the only one I offhand know about is what you took, you spoke about was dairy. Me and dairy are not exactly friends. So yeah. I stay away from that. And I notice I feel a lot better, but Hey, I don't know if I, if I was intolerant to some type of nuts though, I would literally cry. It'd be really, <laughs> really sad because everybody knows I love peanut butter. I love yeah. almonds. Um, but That'd be really cool. We should do it together and then talk yeah. about our experience with it. Yeah, Mary was going to look into it. I'll, I'll hit her up and see if she's figured out where we can go do that locally. Because, yeah, I would love to. And the, the craziest thing for me, too, is competing made me realize I was dairy sensitive. Because the first show I did, I completely cut dairy out for 12 weeks other than whey isolate protein. Yeah. And even then, isolate's pretty you know, pretty low in lactose or anything that's going to upset your digestion. So that was the first time where it was like no cheese, no ice cream, no milk for 12 weeks. And I felt great and my skin cleared up. And, and as soon as I was done and I ate cheese again, I was like, oh my gosh, my stomach cannot handle this. Um, and I was talking to my parents about it (laughs) and I used to have terrible stomach aches growing up, like all the time I'd get upset stomachs indigestion I just always I just always thought of myself as this person with a sensitive stomach and my mom told me a couple months ago she goes oh yeah when you were a little you know little kid little baby we used to give you the lactose free milk because you seemed you seemed to have really upset stomachs but then the rest of my childhood they made me drink milk all the time oh my gosh like they're my parents totally bought into like you know drink milk be big and strong got milk oh my god strong bones they made me drink milk all the time and I just was constantly having these upset stomachs and it finally I was like are you kidding me you guys had me on lactose-free milk when I was little (laughs) and I had years of stomach aches indigestion and yeah I think I finally figured it out yeah but at least you cracked the code better late than never I did I was like seriously you guys you just thought that like one day I was magically better (laughs) but hey Oh my god! I know, I know. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah, I I've experienced the same thing, but my parents had no awareness of me being like a little bit 
sensitive to it and figure it out on my own. Yeah. Um, but it's so it's so interesting how everyone's digestive system responds to different things. So I'd be very curious to see what other little things in my diet could be triggering some inflammation. Yeah, or even even um, we were talking about people being carb sensitive or having oh yeah more of a carb tolerance. Like some people do much better with higher fat, lower carbs, or the opposite. Um, higher carbs, not as much fat. Uh, don't tend to gain body weight and so for me it's very interesting to see how people respond to to nutrition in that way yeah a little bit of manipulation can make a big change yeah yeah and for women the fats the fats are important for hormones and regulation but the biggest area where I see it is nutrition coaching clients some some women some people they're very um very carb intolerant Right. One thing too. So some people do really well on the lower carb kind of keto style nutrition. And some people are like for me, I would consider myself a pretty um, carb tolerant person. I think I've always had a pretty fast metabolism, even if I'm unless I'm eating just crazy amounts of carbs or processed carbs with fat, like junky foods, I'm not really gaining any weight. Yeah, my I found my body responds a lot better to Everybody always trips out, like, at my work. They're like, you're eating white rice? I'm like, it's <laughs> jasmine rice? Yeah. And the fiber content versus the brown rice mm-hmm. works so much better with my digestive system. Mm-hmm. And my body responds a lot better. And it's just about trial and error, like, documenting how you feel, yeah. how you look, yeah. like, like, changes. And I, I feel, I love the reaction of people when they're like, what? That's that's healthy? And I, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you need need carbs to function to perform for cognitive well, yeah when but. people when people say stuff that like that to me I'm like keep in mind I'm doing cardio six days a week yeah I'm lifting weights six days a week right you're asking me if that's healthy for you and it's measured out by yeah, the way and it is <laughs> yeah not like I'm we're, going to we are measuring that shit out like yeah. drug dealers every week <laughs> meal prep like so I always think it's funny when people say stuff like that I'm like yeah for me and my goals this works but if you're never exercising and eating pizza three times a week would I recommend white rice for you probably not probably not yeah maybe try a salad every once in a while there you go throw some greens on it yeah yeah (laughs) new rap song coming yeah throw some greens on that (laughs) I love it well, uh, should we check out the IG and see what yeah what questions we may have gotten we'll so far? Do it. Yeah, this week we want to keep wanted to keep it a little more open ended, and just kind of catch up a little bit and see see what was new, see, see what, what was new going. All right. So the questions I've got so far is, <laughs> can I lift with you and where? So, don't direct it towards you. No, I'll throw it to you. Where you where you where are you training, Jamie? I train in Orange at Development Fitness Gym, where my coach is based out of. And then I also have um, a gym membership at Afterburn Fitness, which is in Torrance. And then I have one at Good Old Crunch, which is 10 bucks a month <laughs> in Long Beach. It's like a little shoebox. I like to, to go there because it's open 24, 24 hours, and I like to do my cardio there, too. Um, it does get pretty crowded. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking about going over to the dark side to get a twenty four so I can train with Laura. Do it. Because I would love to live with her. Twenty four is not the dark side. 
I know it's not. <laughs> 24 is the gray side. <laughs> yeah. No, 24 is awesome because they're everywhere. It's so true. You know? There's so many. There's so many. It's perfect for if you're traveling. Um, and just if you want to change the scenery, if you want to go visit friends, they're everywhere. So you can always mix it up. All right. Well, yeah. as long as you're there, I think I'm pretty much bought in. Yeah. And I know a couple of our other friends. Yeah. Shauna trains there. And then yeah. Who else, who else is over there? Mary has one too, right? Mary has one. Um, Michelle has one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much anyone that competes. Allie has one. So. Well, it looks like. Yeah, it's not bad. Punch. It's not bad pricing. Like 24 is not a sponsor of the podcast or anything like that. It's just convenient. And so for me, yeah. it's nice because I've got one by my office. So a lot of times I go there in the mornings to try to skip traffic. Yeah. And then there's this huge one right here where Shauna and all the other girls okay. train. Yeah. yeah. And this one's a little bit younger. It's got that little Costa Mesa, Newport scene and crowd. So a lot of very young, fit people working out, which is a fun atmosphere. So it's nice to go there and switch it up too. Yeah, have you have you ever worked out at a Choose Fitness? I did like over by OC Discount oh, one no, night. I, I went. They have a cardio cinema room. Ooh, it is the coolest thing that I've ever seen. There's no Choose by my house though. I went mm -hmm. after a demo um, that I did over there for Mutant, and the cinema room is completely dark inside. There's a huge flat screen TV, and they play like movies that haven't been released yet on dvd but are oh. some of them are still in theaters like when i went in there jumanji was playing with the rock yes Ooh. so you get your cardio on and there's machines in there and it's dark and like you just lose track of time it's rad because i can't watch anything on a on a small screen i get uh -huh. i get dizzy i just listen to music but i it was a cool experience something different that's really cool that's, that one's only 10 bucks a month, too. Okay. Dang. <laughs> We're going to have to go try it out. Huh? Yeah, I'll have to go try it out. And then you've also, you've come with me um, at least once or twice to UFC Costa Mesa. That's another spot where I'm training at, too. Yes. I love it there. Yeah, I got a great vibe. Yes, I love UFC Costa Mesa. One, it's one of the few gyms in Orange County that has an outdoor area. Yeah. Which is incredible. I love that. Um, yeah. For as awesome as Southern California is, there's not as many gyms with that as you would think. Like, Bold's in Venice has that, which is very cool. But UFC over here in Costa Mesa has awesome open roof, roll-up doors. Um, the classes are great out there, but it's so nice because it's like they have cardio equipment. They have stuff for plyo, the turf, the Olympic racks. And, and I love getting in there early because, like, no one's there. Okay. And so it's just... And I saw your leg day and, and you had it all to yourself. I was like, okay. <laughs> Why I'm did gonna, I not go with you? I'm going there tomorrow if you want to sleep over. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we'll have, we'll I'll have be, a little I'll be late for work. We'll have a little PJ party. No, we'll go really early. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. They're I think they're open 24 hours during the week. That's so great. you can go there really early. Yeah, they they have some killer equipment. We did a boxing class over there. It was so much fun. It's like half outdoor, half indoors. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a fun class. I wore my boyfriend's gloves and they were like the paint was peeling off. <laughs> it was all good. You were just shattered you're, everywhere. It was it was a lot of fun. You're getting after it. Yeah, the boxing conditioning, kickboxing conditioning. I love those classes. Um they do the DUT. So sometimes I'll mix it up and I'll do those classes as my cardio instead. Like if I'm really in a rut or yeah. something or I just want to do something different or I want to work out with a friend, we'll go do the DUT, which is sort of like a CrossFit style workout that's just full body training, conditioning. 
They make you do all kinds of crazy stuff like sprints and box jumps and burpees and jump rope. Row. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see what, what is up next on the question. Let's see what's up next. All right. So the next question is, what's your favorite color? Kind of black. It's my favorite color? Yeah. My favorite color is red. Yeah, I can see like, that. With your compliment with your eyes and your hair. Oh, thank you. I think. Is that your next suit color? I kind of want it to be. I think you should do it. Yeah? Like a deep maroon red or a really like electric red. Well, I did I did a maroon red for my first show. I remember. I remember and that. the feedback I got from the judges was try a different color, like blue or green. So I did, I did my... The um, green's beautiful. Yeah, the green is beautiful. All of my suits are Toxic Angels. The green is the shamrock color. And I picked out, I think, some clear, some um, emerald or some green, and some peridot um, stone. So like a light blue, a green, and a, a clear stone to go on top of it. And it came out so beautiful. Um, so this time around, I'm definitely going to do either blue, purple, or red. But uh, I think... The fantasy I always have in my head when I try to like visualize myself and visualize myself winning with this, you know, rocking IFBB Pro level physique, I'm wearing a fire engine red suit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I totally can see it. Yeah. I might be bad and I might just splurge and get two suits. I don't know. Do it. I say do it. I, <laughs> you I, got two this season, I, didn't you? I did. Yeah. I also, I wore a Toxic Angels bikini. Um, it was like gradient. It had like a purple. Mm -hmm. Ombre. Ombre. It, it was, was gorgeous. Absolutely, absolutely beyond what I thought that it was going to look like. Like, I almost cried when I put it on it's and gorgeous. photographed amazing. And yeah. under the lights, like, it was super shiny. Mm -hmm. um, that's what you competed in at the Cal, yeah. the Cal State Championships it for was, Muscle Contest. It was beyond what I thought was going to be the expectation for a suit. And I actually, for my next suit, I ordered a white suit. I'm taking a walk on the wild side. Yeah, you're... I'm going to do it, though. That's a girl. I, I, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I want to look angelic. And I have, like, this game plan of how to keep it keep it clean, too. So we'll, maybe that'll be a whole separate podcast on yeah. did Jamie keep or, her suit clean? Yeah, or YouTube video. By then, by then, hopefully, if you're doing January, I will... Have my ish together for the YouTube videos and yeah. <laughs> video podcasting. That's the next step for this whole thing is I finally got the equipment. So I just need to play around with the setup and do a test run. And yeah. Yeah. I know that would, that'll be amazing. I think you'll probably end up looking like a Victoria's Secret angel or something like that. Just more buff. Here's Yeah. More buff. More buff. More buff. <laughs> Those we'll, girls are we'll skinny. See. They're skinny. I want to be, I want to yeah. be HR buff and stuff. So yeah. Uh, that's in the that's in the works but my favorite color is definitely pink though pink yeah Ooh. kind of like almost like a blue undertone pink like magenta-y like our nails that like we got barbie done. pink yeah i like all i don't discriminate on any shade of pink okay like i like baby soft you should pink. do a pink suit i don't know will that look weird with my no i think it olive. could i don't know i think it could look pretty um Amber Amber Callahan, the pro, she she has dark hair and she does a pink suit sometimes. That looks very pretty on her. I I, I love her. Mm -hmm. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I didn't, I didn't see. I saw the mermaid color on her. And I yeah. Was like, oh yeah. She's yeah. she's done a pink suit in the past and looks incredible. So I think if 
if you like it, you could totally pull it off. Maybe that'll be the next suit I order after the white suit. Yeah. Just in the works. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what the future brings. Very cool. Well, um, should we wrap it up, Miss Jamie? Is there yeah. anything else you want to chat about? I think we covered a, a, quite a broad yeah. spectrum. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just do a um, quick shout out to our sponsors, Mutant. We love you guys. Ooh. Best protein supplements, BCAs, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, Sinister Labs, Toxic Angels. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's, that's it. Much. Oh, Skinny Bee Meals. Oh, yeah. Maybe? I just recently, yeah, mm-hmm. I just recently became a part of Skinny Bee Meals team. So I'm getting my um, meals delivered every Monday. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. And I'm very excited because mm-hmm. everybody knows staying on track meal-wise is where it's at as it's far huge. as meeting your goals. It's huge. Yeah, and we will be doing some more podcasts upcoming. I think Jamie and I will be um, doing some trips for fitness expos coming up maybe next month. We'll see more details on that. But thank you guys so much for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes so you never miss an episode. And go follow Bikini Things. That's bikini underscore things on Instagram. And that's it.